I think we can effectively say this is the big sports breakfast footy season launch right now, happening this second. Because exactly. back on the program is our great mate, Steve blocker How are you, Blocky? Gentlemen, you know what? I have very rarely been better. It's great to be back. Um, I'm looking forward to the footy. What about us this weekend? Fiji, England, Vegas. Mate, it's Super League reborn. Oh, how good is it? <laughs> how good is it? How good is it? The players, they're on their best behaviour. Now, let's start with you. I want to talk about you, Stephen Blocker-Roach. What have you oh, been no. up to in the off-season? Well, I uh, I had a, I had uh, a lot of trips away. I went to I went uh, over to Malta. I don't know what a strange Mal- place. Never to been go. to Malta. Malta was made. It was uh, made of tiny five, little uh, island. Yes, a tiny little island. Let's uh, give the listeners out there if they give, ever get the opportunity to. You know, it was right up my style too. All the all elderly people just floating around in the Mediterranean. Mm. So I joined them, although I couldn't speak the language. I just used facial expressions. <laughs> but, uh, How did that work? <laughs> Well, <laughs> well got what you wanted. <laughs> hey, Clarky. Hey, yes, you there, mate? Congratulations, congratulations on the uh, on the re-signing, mate. That's great, mate. But uh, unfortunately, they haven't got me in there anymore because you? you took all the coin. There's only there's only. Uh, mate, <laughs> I do it for love, block. You know that, mate. I get for up love. at four a.m. every day coin. for love. Yeah, where's our oh, coin? My car blew up again. <laughs> you, I need you, a coin. Mate, well, stop driving the 1981 Holden Gemini and do yourself a favour and get a new uh, one for starters. I know, mate. Well, I need, to, I need a loan anyway. You'd be able to help me out. <laughs> how's, um, how's your beer going? Mate, we're going, we're going very good, mate. We're growing and growing. I, I love I'm it. Actually, at Northeast tonight. Oh, from uh, from five to seven oh, on know, security. Look, look out! <laughs> look out! No, 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 yeah. mate. It's uh, it's mate. I'm very quiet these days. I've got to, uh, I've got to, I've got to behave myself. So, hey, hey, Loz, you know, just quickly, mate. I've had time to think over the off, off season. I want to run an idea by all you boys right. that I've had, and it's for the marketing team and for us to get a bit more fat. Right? Yes, yes, yes. We're into. Do you this. know how we do opportunity knocks now? As in, before you go any further, Stephen Roach. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Thank you. Opportunity knocks. Now, there's a lot of companies out there, Loz and boys. I think you would agree that that might do it a little bit tough to sponsor us for six months. Mm. Okay. Why don't we just have like a three or four week period where they can throw in a bit of fat and we can promote their business and we'll call it opportunity knocks. What do you think? I love it. I'm up for I'm it. I'm up for it. 100%. We're all up for anyone throwing money at us. <laughs> <laughs> no brainer. We're, for we're all just going to find them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's face it. Let's face it. We're all after the fat, aren't we? <laughs> We've all the got lovely, bills, buddy. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Any car sponsors out there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Now, the World Club Challenge block. How do you yeah. see it playing out as Penrith go and try and get the trophy that has eluded this all-conquering yeah. team? They look like they're taking it very seriously this year as they head to play Wigan this weekend. Yeah, a bit of bit of revenge for them. I, I think they were very disappointed in what they dished up last year on their home ground uh, against St Helens. Got beat now. Uh, I know they're missing a couple of players now, but um, look, I'm, I'm sure revenge will be in the back of their minds. They, as you said, they, they'll go over there and Mate, I'm expecting big things from Cleary, as we saw in the grand final, and we're seeing for the last three or four grand finals. 
Um, did you see the Wigan coach butterboxing him in the in the Telegraph today? I so, saw oh, that. He could be the greatest. <laughs> oh, mate, please. They put you in a false sense. That's, an, that's as old as the hills. But, mate, what a great opportunity for the young Penrith players that haven't played in front of English crowds. Hey, Lozep. Mate, they're yeah. fantastic. It'll be it'll be a sellout for sure. It would have been sold out months ago, knowing that the great Penrith side's coming. And Wigan, uh, Bevan French, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Uh, they've got a lot of raps on him. Uh, he played here and played here, obviously, in Australia and has talked to going back to Parramatta and all that sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to his explosive speed. And, mate, yeah, there's, I don't know a lot about the Wigan side, but I can tell you that I reckon I reckon they'll be on the Panthers. I reckon they'll be real hard to beat. Yeah, I reckon it, uh, they will be too, Block. And you're right with everything you say there about the crowd and the Penrith players experiencing that for the first time, the ones that haven't. Uh, it's an eye-opener. Um, you know, there might only be 20 odd thousand there at the stadium but it feels like there's 80,000 there they're right on top of you they sing they chant all the way through the game so it will be a great experience for them uh did you get a start to vegas no mate they've left the old fella at home <laughs> mate a lot of people a lot of people would have probably thought that i couldn't get a passport <laughs> <laughs> he could have been in the line. Definitely would have been in that queue <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you what i'll tell you what was great I, I found very funny when i saw the queue of blokes who, who were yeah, oh, to Vegas. and i'm going oh gee is he offended That's <laughs> if you know your team's going next year you'll get in early won't you no. oh, you'll, you'll you go up. there before anyone has even mentioned it you'll yeah. do the old quick dash to the passport office or the yeah hey, i want to throw one at you boys who's your dark horse for the eight this year do they oh. do they count as, as a dark horse manly manly well considering they weren't mm. in the eight last year i suppose you can do you consider south to be a dark horse no, yeah, yeah mate, i'm, I'm looking I, I watched the titans last week i know it's only a trial but they didn't have any of their players and, mate, they're, they're forward pack, young fellas, you know, like um, Asua Malawi and, mm. and, and young Hass. Mate, they took on that a uh, much maligned, a, a very good um, uh, Dolphins pack. Yeah. They got on top of them, mate. So I reckon, I reckon Des might add a little bit of steel. For my eight, it was a toss-up between the Titans and Parramatta to make the eight. I've left, mm. I know I shouldn't say it, but I've left Parramatta out. I just couldn't find a spot mm. for them. All right, well, I'm going to ask you then, because usually the top eight doesn't stay the same. Who falls out of that eight? Well, mate, oh, geez, it's, it's a tough question, isn't it? It's a tough question. I mean, you know, as I said, did Parramatta, Parramatta just, did they just scrape in last year? No, they, they, they missed out. That's right, they year. missed out. Yep. I reckon they'll be in the same, the same sort of area. I've, I've, gone, I've gone the Broncos, Penrith, Manly, Roosters. I reckon the Roosters, I reckon the Roosters might find a way in there. I reckon they'll... I reckon they would have been really disappointed what they dished up last year. Yep. And, mate, they've got a lot of pride in their performance and, and how they prepare and all that sort of stuff. And I reckon there would be a lot of blokes that, that would have been you know, at least down on what they what they thought they could produce. So, so I've got the Broncos, Penrith, Manly, Roosters, Storm, the Warriors. I think the Warriors will be good. Yep. South and the Titans. So Jeez, you know, I, well, I, I haven't done my top awesome. eight yet, but I don't think I'll have too many changes. I reckon no – I, I don't think I can find the Titans – so I'll possibly have the Raiders in there. You have the, you have the Raiders instead yeah. of the Titans, yeah. I tried to find a place for the, for my mighty Tigers. They're back, you know, the Tigers. What'd you make of their first game under Benji? Well, mate, you can you only play what's in front of you. I mean, the Warriors, mate, didn't have any players and they were down a man, but they still found a way to win. So, that, mate, that's a positive. I'm trying to be positive this year about the Tigers, Clarkie. Yeah, I like it. I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to be positive, yeah. mate. I, well, you I know? think expectation's a dangerous thing. So I, I think we, you know, let's just... 
I think the preseason, the fact we haven't been in the media every day, that's a better start than last year. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, there is a lot of support around Benji. I think we've, you know, we have got some new players. So I think, yeah, get rid of expectation. Just watch what's in front of us. And again, played trial games are trial games, but it's going to be about how we play as much as the results as well. I think I think all the fans want to see us get a bit, bit tougher. Um, you know, and, and if we do lose games, which we're going to, it's mm. how, how we lose those games, I reckon, is going to be really important. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. Yeah, okay. it, it will be. Uh, see, I, I don't think the dogs will play finals. I don't think the dogs will play finals. But I, I'm looking at their roster block, and I, I like it, in particular their back line, possibly still a couple of um, big men short. But I, mm. I reckon they're in for a better year, the dogs. Yeah, I've I, I, I got to go with you, mate. That, that was that was a highlight of the weekend for me. The two blokes that I, that I, that I talk about is, you know, Bronson Cherry. Like, that bloke hasn't mm. played before. You see explosive speed and... Mate, power. I know it was only a trial, but mate, he looks like he's got all the makings of coming back after four years, mind you. And the other one was two of us check for the Warriors. Did yes. you see his defence? Mate, he was outstanding. Mate, he was, mate, he was sensational. So, mate, looks like he's just going to try and lock down, uh, lock down a, a centre position for the Warriors. But mate, he looks sensational. Yes. So. You know, blokes coming back, that, that, that was a good thing in the, in the first week of the trial. Yeah, I, I, I reckon I'll have Warriors in my finals too, block. Yeah. And we spoke about them this morning. Can you trust them? And I reckon Sean Johnson's a bit like the Warriors. They can have a golden year and then the next year's not as good. And they, they yeah. let it. So, so where do you, do yeah, you think I, they're I, more, I, they'll be more consistent this year? And do you trust I, them a lot more? Yeah, I'd like I'd like to think that they would have got a lot of confidence out of last year. You know, they they played some great footy. I love the I love the style that Webster's got them playing, and you know, put two of us a check in there, and you got you know just even another backing exponent in their in their side. Uh, mate, I think they'll improve. I, I you know I, I think they'll be a lot better. But you know, come the big games, come the big ones when it when it, when it you know you get, it's a knockout semi final or whatever, whether they've got. Uh, you know whether they've been there before. You know, you know what it's like, Loz. You got to, you got to sort of be in that mm. sort of position a number of times before you really know, you know, how to how to get yourself home. So, yeah, well, mate, they'll be there and about. So I, I reckon they'll improve. Who's your GF? Have you got to pick it now, Block? Oh, I, I think I think it'll be the same as last year. Yeah, I, really. Yeah, you know, I can't I can't see anyone else coming up. For, those guys, you know, when you had a look at the Broncos with what they did in that in that first you know sixty minutes. They were, they were outstanding under the pump in the first half, and then just shot away in the second half. They should have they should have closed that game out. That's an interesting one too. Reynolds resigns was for the Broncos, so um, mate, that'll be uh, on the eve of the of the premiership. Uh, knowing that he you know steers them around the park, and he's got another yeah. he's got another year there. But uh, I, I can't I can't go past the, the Broncos and Penrith. Yeah, the Broncos just gave us a taste of what they can do last year because I think their best is still to come. And even in the game on Sunday against the Cowboys, the Cowboys trotted out a side of young blokes and mm. you know the, the Broncos were relatively full strength. But then they weren't at their best in that 40 minutes. But then the opening 10 minutes, they went bang, bang, bang. And yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's the point, Loz, that they, they can, with the, with the players that they've got, especially Walsh at the back, if he, if he decides to turn it on, mate, they can, score, they can score points. They can tick over the scoreboard quickly. Quickly, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll, we'll wait and see. I think uh, I think uh, I think I'm going to I'm going to lean towards the Broncos this year for the premiership. Now, 
we've got you on Thursdays and Voddy on Fridays this year. Little 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 tiny change up. We've done the switcheroo. Little switcheroo. Beautiful. So you're back on Thursdays block. You Beautiful, delighted mate. about that? You are coming into the studio, aren't you? Well, if Clarky Mate, <laughs> Thursday's <laughs> payday, buddy. You'll be in here. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, you used to get the envelope. How excited were you? <laughs> get the envelope. How good was that? Uh, no, no, I'll be in, boys. Not next week, but I'll be in the, next, the week after. I'll talk to you on the phone next week. Beautiful. Good, good on, on you, mate. mate. You're wonderful young men. Good to speak to you, Block. <laughs> on your block. See you, boys. Book your tickets to the Trackside Garden Party on Gosford Race Day this Saturday, the 24th of February, and you go into the draw to win a double pass to Rocket the Races 2024. Just head to the Entertainment Grounds website to book. That's www.theentertainmentgrounds. How many W's did I put in there? I oh, know. Can you start that www.theentertainmentgrounds.com. A man of your experience, that was a poor read. Would you like to have a go? It's not my job. No, okay, right. Ooh. But it was a poor read. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't think that? I, I don't really. I didn't sorry, really I should listen, have warmed sorry. my voice up before I did. Well, you should have I done. I didn't actually mm. even hear what the. Have a crack, Michael, and then I'll have Who's a crack. Who's it for? Book your tickets, trackside. Is that the right one? Garden yep. party, Gosford race day, Saturday, 24th Feb. Go to draw, win, double pass, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Head to the Entertainment Grounds website to book. www. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough, though. I can see why you stuffed that up. We don't need the W's anymore, though, do we? Well, you can put it in. Well, no. Theentertainmentgrounds.com.au. Well, yeah, he's pretty good, Trackside though. Garden Party on Gos- at Gosford Race Day, oh. Saturday, 24th of Feb. Mm. Head to the Entertainment Grounds website to book www.theentertainmentgrounds.com.au. Yeah, he just, he just went a bit fast. He just, he just yeah. went a bit fast, that's all. Yeah. Anyway, at least everyone knows. What date was it? 24th. 24th. There we go. So el- elocution lessons with Loz. Mm. Elocution. Yeah. Just get it right, mate. Just nail it. That's all I'm after. <laughs> Don't make a mistake in here. Don't dare. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, we were talking about that tour of Zimbabwe earlier. According yes. to Angry Dog, it's yes. where you did make your first international century. There you go. Thank you, Angry Dog. Uh, first in 2004, tour of Zimbabwe. Mm. You, did you have the tennis ball haircut at that point? I don't know. No, that was, I made my debut, I think. One day, that was, debut, when you that was against England. Yep. I think that was 2002 in the Tri Series. Okay. Um,. Then I went on a tour to the West Indies where I played. I, I went on both the Test and the One Day Tour. Steve Waugh was captain, but I didn't play in the Test matches. I played in the One Days. And then Zimbabwe must have been straight after that. Is West Indies like a good place to travel and, and go out and have a good time? Or West Indies is a great place to go out and have a good time. The yeah. beaches are as good as anywhere in the world. <laughs> the only thing I'll say safe, about... Safe, you feel safe? Yep. Yep. yep, very safe. The only thing I'll say about the Caribbean, it was it's probably the only country that, in regards to facilities, has not improved. Probably gone backwards. So, uh, grounds you play on, wickets you play on, accommodation at hotels, like it it, it hasn't improved. Yep. Where when I I remember going to India as a youngster, used to always go to India and get sick. These days, mate, there's no better hotels in the world. Going to India is like no different than going to Dubai. Yep. They've got unbelievable hotels. The grounds have improved out of sight. Uh, facilities are now phenomenal. Like, I, I, And, yeah, the, the Caribbean, in regards to the people and the destination, though, oh, yep. what a tour. Great people. 
love a good time, so relaxed, um, know how to party. It's just in regards to cricket facilities. Yeah, yeah there hasn't been scratch. enough investment. Um, and hence probably why, you know, a big part of, I don't know which one comes first, but their results have probably shown that as well over a period of time. Does anyone want to know the score in the Liverpool Luton match? Which not, just really. Finished not, really. not really. No, you didn't four want to talk one, Liverpool you didn't want to talk about it second half goals. So they're still top of the league. Well, they were going to stay top of the blah, league. They've got that blah, game in hand to Man City. Uh, Only now, you and Mossy Apologies. Care, really. We've had various texts this morning about various apps that we can't. They um, apparently our show can't be accessed. There is some third party issue. I'm oh told my that. God. that my God. Technical Can people. F- why do you have... always do this to our listeners? <laughs> Mate, you want oh, yeah, more people cause... to listen, then fix the system. <laughs> this is your job. Out. That's Loss how disgusted he is. Blowing up. But apologies, <laughs> we have, yeah, we've escalated it with the third party carriers of our show <sighs> on their various apps. Uh, so apologies about that. But the best way, play, place to listen to the show is the Tab app. You'll get it there every time, hopefully. Oh, what about that? Uh, some what? Pay your bills, you blokes. <laughs> uh, some great texts here. Uh, Thirteen fifty-three fifty-three. Give us a call. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. I think Loz actually has walked out. I'll be back. Uh, anyway, uh, Mitch from Tamworth says. I wasn't going to book tickets, but after listening to Loz's live read, me and 20 mates are going to the entertainment grounds. Great work, great man, uh, says Mitch from Tamworth. Mido Heartbreak, I jumped on to get my BSB lunch tickets yesterday, realised it's sold out. Is there any way I can get my mitts on some tickets? Lance at Point Frederick, I'm sorry. You're going to have to maybe hassle your great mate out of Pengilly. Uh, but uh, Lance, we yeah. are absolutely sold out. So... Um, is, is Roger coming? Roger. Rock. Roger Rock. He always texts in. Roger Rock. Roger Rock. He's always after tickets. What am I missing here? Who's Roger Rock? It's going over your head, obviously. Going over mine, too. Yeah. But anyway, no, Roger Rock, he always texts in. He okay. wants tickets. Okay. Well, he gets excited. Has he got some? Hmm. I don't know. What are, what, I don't know listen, whether he's got tickets, but he's always not, asking for oh, tickets. Right, okay. Seems like this lunch sells out quite quickly. Yep. So why don't we? Why don't you start making it part of our prizes instead of giving crappy t-shirts and stubby holders? Why don't you give tickets why to do the you lunch? Look at me. Do you? Because you you're in charge of this. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you throughout the year give? Tickets to the lunch away. That's better than a stubby holder. Why do you look at me like I have any pull here? I don't have the answers, mate. Honestly. You take it up with the powers that be. Okay. I'd like to give some tickets away for next year for the lunch. Okay. Well, it sold out pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sounds like people prefer to come to the lunch than get a stubby holder. Allianz is going to be a good venue. It will be a... Yeah. yeah. Everyone will be a good venue. In the mood, footy footy ground. Yeah, the weather will be still nice. More park. Yeah. Bring it on. Uh, Tom's on the line. G'day, Tom. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. What have you got for us? I just had a quick one for Clarky. <laughs> yes, mate. Um, I'm not sure if you were watching it last night there with the uh, the T20 Australia New Zealand. Um, obviously, we got up on the last ball, and it was, I uh, know, oh, it was pretty entertaining, to be fair. It was, it was quite a, a big uh, run. Yeah, good run rate they ran down there. Um, but there was no celebration from the Australian team. Obviously, Marshy and um, was it Tim David in there, but... That's about it. Oh, th- oh from the, 
the you mean the the players off the field watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see. I saw the boys. I saw the two batters, Tim David and, yeah. and Mitch. They were pretty pumped. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't see that. But I don't know. Maybe they expected the win. Who knows? But oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. I'd imagine they would have been happy chasing a total like that. That's a. It was a hell of a game um, and a brilliant run chase. So great way to start their their tour to New Zealand. Um, and as I said. Uh, I think yesterday or the day before, talking about New Zealand in general, they they always punch above their weight. So the t- I think the test matches are going to be tough. And um, yeah. like I say, that was a really good win last night. Uh, Tommy, way. are you a T20 fan? No, nah, not really, to be honest. Because oh, I'm I not either, but I actually liked that last night. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it was very entertaining, to be fair. That's I think the small game. boundaries of T20, uh, yeah, they make it a lot more entertaining. I'm sure the bowlers don't agree with no. you. Laws, but if you know what I mean, like, yeah, I, I, sure. I couldn't care really about a T20. Yet last night, I sat there watching India. it going, oh, that, yeah. this is good. This yeah. is fun. It's exciting. But that's it's why close. the fans turn up to the, things like the IPL. So the difference of playing 2020 cricket in countries like New Zealand or over in India, you're seeing fours and sixes all the time. High-scoring venues, smaller boundaries. Australia's got bigger grounds. So you don't see as many sixes hit as what you do. But that's why IPL is packed. And, mate, blokes with power, you've got good flat batting wickets, but that's what makes it a lot of, uh, you know, the cricket mm. fans that are traditionalists find it frustrating because it's, it's yeah. all one way. It's, yeah. The bowler might as well be a bowling machine. It's, yeah. it's very hard. Because I still find it hard to watch the BBL. I still find it yeah, well, you difficult. You've got bigger grounds, bigger venues. You're not seeing as like it's like baseball, mate. Yeah. You don't want the you don't want to go and watch the best pitcher because <laughs> you don't see home runs. You yeah. want to see eight, ten homers. And do you really have an attachment <laughs> you know? to the teams in the BBL? I mean, if you're younger, you uh, probably do. Do you sit there well, with you your have, have you got a, have you got a you team, Tommy, or not? Players, uh, BBL yeah, team. Heat. Oh, the Heat. Yeah, the Heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and I like all mate's thoughts on the Bronx earlier as well. On the Bronx? Yeah, yeah. This season's a year. Oh, block oh, 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 yeah, block. Yeah. 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 Nah, good on you, good on you right, Tom. Where are you show. calling from, Tommy? Uh, Brisbane, just on the way to work. Oh, beautiful. Good on you. Yeah. Enjoy oh, the sunshine. Have a good one, boys. No, you too, Tom. Good on you, Tommy. Thanks, mate. With, with that game last night, yeah. I was just actually thinking before, I could imagine you in your lounge room with your Sydney Sixers outfit on, <laughs> you know, loving your Sixers. No, I was actually, you know what I was doing? Oh, sitting ironing. in front. No, it wasn't ironing. <laughs> I was having a lovely chicken curry last night. Yep, oh. on the lounge. I spilled a bit. I got in trouble. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but besides that, Do you have to eat at the table. Like my mum, my well, mum always yes. made me eat at the table. Well, I got in trouble for not. In particular, I want to spill. Why the, can't you sit on the couch and eat? Why, why did why did why did my well, mum never let me do that? I think that's the reason. Because you don't it, want to spill food on yep, your couch. Yep. Oh, it's a bit old school mate. mentality. Yeah. Sit, sit together and eat, and you know, I, have a chat. Mate, I, I don't mind if it's a family dinner, but Tuesday night, mate, mm. get on the couch and watch on. the TV yeah. and eat your food. Shouldn't matter. Oh, what about the short? You're wearing these shorts now. You don't know what where that chair's been that you're sitting on. When you go home, do you take your shorts off before you sit on the couch? Absolutely. No. Not. So what's wrong with a bit of chicken curry yeah, on the couch? It's fine. Play on. Um, but that game last night, being a 20-over game, you can cop all that. Like, like Just clearly not a contest between bat and ball. No, it's bat dominating. Yeah. But if that's a 50-over game and it's like that, then you're like, well, this is getting out of control. This is ridiculous. But last night it was entertaining was. because 
Yeah, no, I understand that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like as I said, I, I'm not a big. We 20... take it for what it is. Yeah, 2020 I, I, is what I sat we saw there and last it. night. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed that style where it was close, high scoring, mm. and saw the power hitters. And yeah. and that's and, mate. Twenty? Did I did I hit twenty six sixes? Thirty. We hit thirty sixes. We hit in a game. Yeah. Mm. In forty overs. Yeah. That's a lot of sixes. Yeah. But that's entertaining, right? Unless you're a bowler, <laughs> or unless yeah, you care yeah. about the game where you want to see that battle between bat and ball, which you, yeah. you you're not you're not. I don't think you're going to see it. I don't think it'll ever yeah. be even in 2020. All right. And the other one I want to know is why didn't Australia? Because I heard the commentators talking about it, mm-hmm. and every time they did it, they didn't get belted. Take the pace off the ball. Australia did take the pace off the ball. Pat yeah, Cummins they did, did they it very took well. It, they, took it a, they took a while to do it. Yes, they did. They, they might have Why been, did it take them so long? Oh, I don't know. They were probably thinking, um, well, that's that's the key as well. To, that's one of the hardest things in our game, adjusting to different conditions all around the world. Mm. So, again, certain players have come straight from test cricket, whether you be in the New Zealand team or mm. Australian team. Some guys didn't play the one day is against the West Indies or the T20s against West Indies. It just takes a bit of time for you to work out, okay, how am I going to be at my best today, mm. whether I'm bowling or I'm batting? Oh, yeah, but the commentators worked it out pretty quickly. Oh, it's always and easier. The, and it's the players always, on mate, the field were how easy, about three hours behind. How easy is rugby three, league for you sitting <laughs> here? three overs behind. How easy is it in the air-conditioned box, mate? <laughs> batting is so easy in here. I don't have to face swing, seam, bounce. It's so easy. I'd never get a duck here. Well, mate. Mate, listen to him. Mate, they should have adapted quicker. Oh, you text Mitchell Stark and Josh Hayes. I wouldn't let them know. Well, I will. Okay, go for it. Just change your line. Slow it, take a bit <laughs> of pace, pace off the ball. Yeah, rightio. Mate, it's easy. Adam Zampa took some pace off. Mitchell, <laughs> Glenn Maxwell took some pace off. They're on the grandstand. He hasn't had a great summer. <laughs> Who? Zampa. Uh, other than winning the bloody um, one-day tournament, Oh, uh, the World Cup. He's, he's, yeah. he, he hasn't been great at all. Yeah. He's been, he's you know, had tap. Well, he had a crack like, at Clarkie and it's gone downhill yeah, ever since. Yeah, the BBL. <laughs> so, and then he got <laughs> tapped Next. last night. Next. He's still our best bowler, obviously, like slow bowler, but <laughs> he went for plenty. That's what happens when you have a crack I'm at Clarkie. I'm Starkey and Joshy Hayeswood and say, Loz reckons, take a bit of pace yeah. off. Tell him I know. Assess conditions quicker. <laughs> Assess conditions quicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just want to know why are they able to. What do you mean? Well, because it's easy when you're BJ was in the booth. He, BJ. He, well, he BJ. picked it straight away what and the bloody Kiwi bloke mate, picked it. Why didn't BJ take a bit of pace off the ball when he was playing for Australia? <laughs> why didn't he put yeah. a bit of pace on? Yeah, he got a bit of tap. Oh, BJ. Uh, Great fella, BJ, though. Champion. He's a beauty. He's one uh, of the best. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like him, you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? Please, darling. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a bit of pace. Well, what did you think when you oh, did you watch it? Are you game. supporting me? Are you going to support him? <laughs> I'm not supporting anyone. I'm just saying that's why it took them a bit of time. They were assessing. They were assessing the conditions. If they didn't do it quick enough, yeah, but the commentators <laughs> assessed it after one over. <laughs> the commentators are sitting in the air conditioned <laughs> box, mate. It's the easiest game on the planet up there. Oh, no. You watch your next game. Do you know what if we'll they <laughs> if they have the same style of, style of pitch, you watch them take the pace off the ball after the first over or during the first over. Okay. Someone all with right. all the answers is Chicken Chow. Morning to you, mate. How are you? Mate, I've got no answers. Chow, they should have taken the pace off the ball. Well, yeah, I agree. But Tim Chowby definitely did it. How many wives did he bowl? My man. Yeah, I know. He did bowl. I had to apologise to everyone. I was, I was surprised, actually, because 
Well, one of Southie's greatest strengths, and his record in 2020 is very good, is his Yorker. But I don't know why he didn't just keep going to that Yorker, because he was hitting it well. Mm. But then he got a bit funky, went for the slow balls. I think he missed that one, the last over, that one that slid down the leg side um, that went for a six as well. That He just lost. I don't know. But again, it's hard. Pressure. Mm. That last mm. over of the game's never easy to bowl. Hey, Loz, you know how you just mentioned Zampa? I bumped into him at the playground recently. Uh, maybe it's because he met me. He's gone down the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> you have that effect on people. Yeah, yeah. we got talking about the chalks and, mate. Oh, oh, and guess who I bumped into this morning, Clarky? Oh, no. He's he, he, he all clues. Oh, no. What was, what was the name? Uh, he's he a jockey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How is he? Yeah, he's good. How's he, his he, pad he, going? He, his hoof was in a in a brace. No, oh. so anyway, but um, he's got a nice house. But there was a there was a picture of um, there was a, the, the the Bible was sitting next to the jump there, the news agent, and I go, so I could hear, I go to the, to the bloke behind the jump. I said, mate, that's the best jockey in New Zealand. <laughs> it was Oates Bottom. <laughs> 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 and Jay Max just turned around, go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't be giving the person up here, but I still laugh about the time someone that Clarkie knows was at a art, ja- show, art gallery. gallery. Yeah. And, and they're looking at the art, and you went up to them and said, is Clarkie here? Oh, and they go, no. And you just said to her, well, the person. <laughs> no, her, her, her is correct. You said to her, just let her know, chicken chow said, you know. <laughs> so when she went home, she oh. said to the Clarkie, do you know a bloke by the name of Chicken Chow? <laughs> no, <laughs> Who is he? Uh, what is he? Yeah. <laughs> he's an artist, Chicken Chow. Is that, that, that a true story, Chow? That is a no. true story. <laughs> There's people out there trying to be like me. But, you know, that is a very <laughs> true story. <laughs> uh, anyway, me. what else is happening? Uh, well, how's work? Us. Yeah, how's yeah. work going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's getting out of hand up here, this house. Mate, stop doing, mate, stop doing the big houses. No, no, this one is a big one. It's not as big as yours. You'll be in the big house soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the Colonel Clink. <laughs> <laughs> so you, buddy. Oh, we've got uh, Gavin. Hello, Gavin. How are you, mate? The Colonel, you reckon? Hey, boys. <laughs> what have you got for us? What have you got for us? I've got an interesting question over Christmas about horses. But first of all, I just want to ask... Mitchell Stark comes out last night and bowls a brilliant first over. Oh, um, Laws is sledging him. <laughs> and, but why, why does he not bowl over number three if he's on top of everyone? Why does, why does it uh, yeah. run through the fair only question. bowls one over? Yeah, I fair agree. question. Uh, fair question. Uh, because what, mm. what they're... Oh, okay. <laughs> so do I. Bring your chairs closer. <laughs> back off. I think, I think what well, they're... Well, give me the answer. I, well, let, me, let me talk. I will. They're trying to only show the batter... Like they want to, they want the batter to not line a bowler up. So, generally, what you try and do as a batsman, and they're a lot better at it these days, is it might take you a few balls to assess. Okay, for someone like Starkey with a brand new ball, what pace is he bowling? What's the pitch like? Is there any swing? Because he can swing it back in. If he doesn't swing it, angles across you. So your shot selection is dictated by what's happening out of his hand and off the pitch. It might take an over the line to, to work Starkey out. So then second over, you go, okay, it's not swinging. So I can, I'm now going to take him over the offside with the angle rather than it is yeah, swinging. So they don't give him the second over. Swing? 
Well, what if it's still swinging and he's tearing them apart? Well, that's two, my theory. Well, my theory is forget the five runs. I don't care if Starkey goes for 20. I want two or three wickets. So, yeah. that again, that's what I'm saying. I feel like both teams last night probably went save runs rather than take wickets. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if Starkey's bowling well, or any of the bowlers, our quick, Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, if they're on, mm. I'm definitely going for them again because I'm trying to get a wicket. A lot of the reason behind why you only bowl an over uh, a bowler one over at a time in twenty twenty cricket is so the batsman doesn't get a chance to line them up. You make a change and bring on a right arm bowler because it's something different. Fair enough. Now the real reason I called it's an around the Christmas table conversation. My brother in law, who was a triathlete, um, mm-hmm. lives over the top of Kemble Green's race tour course and gets up early and goes for a run. He asked me, and I have no idea why. Why do the horses train? at four, five, six o'clock in the morning, but actually do their running, their racing in the middle of the day or the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, because when they do tra- when they do track work for triathlon, they train at the time they're going to race. And I didn't know the answer. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's the old, it's just the way it's always been. Uh, yeah, you've got, you got the fresh grass in the morning. Is it more uh, about to um, just trying to fit everything in and the trainers have got, Obviously, meetings they have to go to. Well, you yeah, have to go, obviously, staff. Go, to go to the races as well. So, yeah. All sports do that. We play day-nighters. Yeah. We never train day. Mm. We never play, train under lights. Mm. We train at 10 o'clock in the morning. So what? you think it's got more to do with more of the, the, the administrative side of things where the, the jockeys can't be in two places at once, I guess. And there's not enough jockeys to go around or the yeah. admin team. I, I'm assuming it'd have to have something to do with that. Otherwise, I've never really thought about it, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah, otherwise you'd start a bit later, wouldn't you? There'd have to be a reason behind it why they they train early. I'm assuming it's because, yeah, you know, yeah, just because the staff they've got to, they've got other things on and they've got to do other things. <laughs> you got a life. Yeah, they've got to, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, thanks, boys. Great. It's just been part of the fabric of Australian racing forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. it's just. But it's something that, you know, a lot of trainers want you to change. You train for footy at night. You played night games or afternoon games. No. You didn't train in the afternoon, though, did you? Oh, sometimes you would. But majority, but majority the of the time was always in the morning. Pre-season. Why do we all do our pre-season first thing in the morning? Why are we running at 5.30, 6 o'clock yeah, in the morning? Just to get over and done with, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I know, Gavin, a lot of trainers want to change this, particularly for staffing reasons, because naturally it's hard to keep and attract staff yeah. considering the hours. So, But, you know, it still is that... Yeah, no, I get it. There's also the, the sport through Volandis has, has bought multi, multi millions of dollars, much more money. So, um, and I mean, staffing's an issue everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're in a coffee shop or, yeah. Yeah. or a King's Grove right. Sports. Well, Dave, um, I just texted in, Gav. He goes, Morning, boys. The reason you train your horses early in the morning is exactly right. You've got to go to the races, you've got to organise staff, you've got to have the staff to look after the horses during the day at the races. So, that's why they're doing it in the morning because the day is full with race meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On you, Gav. Anyway, boys, go well. Talk good, soon. Good on you, mate. Thank you. You'll see that. You're sledging, you're sledging Starkey. Davo mm. wanted him to have another over. No, I just said, I didn't mention Stark to start with. I just said, why didn't the bowlers... At the start. ...take the pace yeah, Which was Stark and Hazelwood. Off. Yeah. That's those two. Yeah. He got tapped early. Who? <laughs> Hazelwood. Oh, mate, yeah. <laughs> and, mate, another thing the commentators picked up with... Listen, turn the volume no, down when you're watching no, the cricket, No, no, please. I like it because they inform me. Oh, my God. He was bowling in the zone. Hazelwood. Because like, he bowls at the same spot. Yes. 
And the batter, it just made it so easy for the batsman to tap him. Well, on that occasion... So, so he, sh- he should have mixed it up. There you go. Right, yeah, I'm texting Big Hoff. I'll let him know. Loz, well, is not, Loz is not happy with your length, and he's not happy with your change of pace. Well, that, well whoever it was... I, I don't know who, know who the two commentators were at the start, but... BJ. BJ and some Kiwi person. <laughs> um, but that's what they said. They said, mate, okay. he's just putting it in the slot, and he's just hitting it. Smacking it. it. Mate... Tell BJ so and, the, he... and the other person how, how easy is yeah. it up in the air oh, mate, it was <laughs> Mate, I'm only going on my commentary. Get out there sorry. and face me, Hazel, with yourself <laughs> and see how you go. Steve Hewlett coming up on Radio Tab. G'day, Steve. How are you? G'day, Jared. I'm really well, thanks. Look, coming up in the first hour, Josh Fleming posted a photo, the race caller, on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. A big patch over his right eye. So, look, we're just going to get him on to talk about that procedure and what's the latest with Josh Fleming, uh, the boy from Birdsville. So he'll, yeah. uh, Sorry, Bar Calden. <laughs> He's called at Birdsville plenty of times. Uh, He'll be one of my guests. Also, Shane Oxlade. What a great effort for Shane and Cassie Oxlade to have two chances in the Oakley Plate, Sharipper and and also Cumin. So I'll talk to Shane Oxlade. Look, there's a filly in the South Island of New Zealand that's very promising. She's won a past three in a row. The latest to feature last weekend at a mile. And it seems that she's going to end up in Joe Pride's stable. And I'm just wondering, is she going to end up in Queensland? Maybe run at a race like the Roses anyway. uh, I'll talk to her current trainer and find out the latest. His name is Kelvin Tyler. Look, we'll hear from Shane Turkey Legs Jackson as well. He's got a terrific chance in the Lord Reams at Adelaide on the weekend. And lots of other news. Of course, Leap to Fame, the Queensland star, goes around at Newcastle on Friday night. And well, Chris Bars will have a heap of harness news later in the morning as well. I have to ask you, Steve, what yes. did Mark Walker say about Campionessa yesterday? He thinks she's, yeah, look, he thinks she's got terrific form. She's genuine. Um, he thought last start, of course, Legato's a great measuring stick. Um, she had a chance, but boy, she gave Legato a hell of a fright. We know how good Legato is. So you've got to think that the horse will run well, uh, the mayor on the weekend, Campionessa. Beautiful. Thank you. And the market agrees, 440 to $3. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. That's outstanding form. Yeah. We will catch you shortly. Thank you. Dave Stanley, Mudgy yesterday. No idea where he is today. G'day, Dave. How are you? Uh, morning, Mido. Morning, boys. Still in Mudgy, boys. I'm standing right uh, or sitting right in front of the winning post here at uh, the racetrack. It looks beautiful as they get ready for a massive weekend, not only of footy but also racing and looking forward to chatting all about this race meeting in this area. We've got Tony Brown coming up, the president. Uh, Des Kennedy will join us, the mayor. Chris Roots will have some news for us because... Not only have we got these country champs happening, but we've also got uh, some big races happening on the weekend in Sydney and Melbourne, respectively. David Smith, the local trainer, will join us. Can he get lockdown gamble into the big one? Dean Murphan from Bathurst. Gaynor Williams from Bathurst will join us. Uh, also a big race meeting tomorrow for Corindai. They've got their big cup meeting tomorrow, so we're going to chat with Sam Taylor and also Tim Ryan from the tab to find out where the early money's gone because, as we know... Uh, markets for Saturday's meeting opened yesterday, so we'll chat with Tim and find out exactly how Foxy, Cleopatra, and the rest of them will go, boys. Yeah, we need to find out uh, how Foxy will go, DS, and what the form gurus um, rate her and see how... $9. I'm surprised at the $9. Yeah, yeah the, the favourite's pretty good, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> they tell trip. me. So the, no, no, Gold Trip's not the favourite. Yes, it is. Yeah, Gold Trip's two sixty favourite, and Campanessa's three dollars. Oh, what's well, a Melbourne Cup winner only? Zenzella six fifty, mm. Foxy Cleopatra nine, and Vow and Declare. You up against a couple of horses that won a cup? Vow and Declare. They Gold don't scare Trip. me. Foxy Cleopatra. Well, what's have you got the the voice recording? Surely you're going to have T Bus on the show tomorrow, Mido. 
Yeah, we'll try and get him on. Yeah, I think we do. If he's actually. not busy. We'll get a bit of tea bus. Yeah, we'll try and get him on. Yeah. Hey, Dave, you might be yes, able to mate. answer this question for one of our listeners. <clears throat> About 10 minutes ago, I don't know whether you heard, he rang up and asked, why do we train horses early in the morning? So it's it's obviously a, a legacy thing mm, that's, that's, exactly uh, right. that's mm. happened over many, many, many years. Uh, but also, too, now, uh, maybe not so much back in the day it wasn't because of this, but now these days uh, it's continued on because a lot of those people that, that work of a morning, maybe riding track work or, or whatever, they need to get off to either other jobs or even go to race meetings. Like a lot of those people that are working in the morning, say at Rose Hill, yep. would then be getting on the truck and taking horses to Wyong today. Uh, they'll then be there at the races all day. They'll then go back on the truck this afternoon. They'll then make sure those horses are all looked after, had been fed, um, washed, etc., etc., and they do it all again tomorrow. It's um, perfect. It's yeah. It's just one of those things. But also too, I think from a, a, a legacy point of view, back in the day where it, there was no cameras around, and you could all, you know, if your horse was working particularly good in the the darkness, then and no one knew about it. Well, you could get to the races and try and get a price, Laurie. That was also an element ah, of it back in the day. That would have been part Cagey of it, yes. Yeah, but, okay, that, that cagey. And, and you hear a lot of, I mean, there's a great book for people that love good punting stories called Chance, uh, which was released a couple of years ago now, and I've listened to it on Audible. You can get it on Audible, and, and it's it's all about Aussie punting stories and betting stings, and there's this particular story where they were working this horse, um, you know, at like two in the morning and sneaking it onto the track and nothing untoward with what they were doing with the horse. They were just working it so no one knew it was uh, any good. Getting it to the races, everyone looks at the form guide and goes, well, this horse has got no chance. And next minute, it's a hundreds in. So that was uh, that, that's also a reason from back in the day too. Perfect. Well explained, go, Dave. Well explained. All right. There you go. Enjoy, Enjoy Mudgy. Will do.